Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And I have to talk to you about our Patreon because exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with the $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlaying player props. Go to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, me, no, the voice. Guys, me, really real, villain real, swell from Virginia here at your service. Come to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And I am joined on this Sunday with a four, mm, three and a half game slate on the WNBA. I have my co-host, you know, my guy, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to going through these three and a half games. Should be fun. A uh, bit of a weird part of the schedule. We'll talk about it in a second. But one game, despite it being 10 a.m., has we know the actions taking place. They just don't know what the lines are because of some injury news. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the game anyway. We'll see what happens. But for the most part, looking forward to going through the games. I know the last episode wasn't the best for me. It could have been worse though. At got there for assists, so didn't end up losing all three. Didn't have a winning episode, though, based on the lock, dog, and props. So, hopefully we'll turn around and sweep, but could have been worse last episode. Yeah, man, look. So, what was my was my dog, Jewel? It was Jewel 20-plus in a win. So, I had Jewel 20-plus in a win as my dog. She goes 5 for 20. 8 for 8 from the free throw line. Or, like, no, she, like, was something crazy. It was something crazy from the free throw line. Finishes with 19. 19, and they come back and get the win in the second half after... I, st- I still eight. can't believe they won the game. They st- oh, I think Atlanta gosh. scored seven points in the fourth quarter. It's, where's, where is it? Because they always do it. They always do it. <laughs> I mean, whenever we whenever we count this team out... Play it one more time. Whenever we count this team out, they always do it. It's, it's amazing. I, I love this Storm team, even though they're probably like really bad and should get the first overall pick this year. They just find ways to cover games they probably shouldn't cover, and they won that one outright. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Atlanta's kind of falling apart. We'll talk about them in a second, but yeah, nice win by the Storm. They don't have many of those, so congrats to them. Also, congrats to the Fever, who actually looked really good for once for the first time in like two, three months, so they ended up winning. Heartbreaker, though, on the Mitchell 25-plus and the Fever to win at like plus 1060, 24 points through three quarters, and she did not score again in the entire game. So she ended up going under by one point, but the fever won. That was bullshit. So. I, I really wanted to take a victory lap on that one. That was bullshit. I was yeah. watching that too. It was rough, but either way. Either way, we are here. I am actually in Ohio 
kind of, sort of at the Fantasy Football Expo. I'm an Airbnb right I, now. I need a lemonade rent. Just, just give it to me already. No, it's really like okay. I honestly, truly, and I can do it because I'm perfectly fine. I don't know what's with people in Ohio and not putting sugar in their lemonade, but they literally just pass me off lemon water and try to call it lemonade. And so we go to this breakfast spot yesterday and it's me is Sean Kramer, you know, like Andrew, Adam, like all the SUP guys. And we're sitting here having, and everybody orders coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. I get a lemonade. And so she, she knows the lemonade is trash before she gives it to me. She knows it's terrible before she gives it to me. She gives it to me. She watches me try the lemonade. And she sees my face and is like, it's not good, right? And I'm like, so you knew? You knew that y'all just out here don't put sugar in your lemonade, don't do anything, and it, it's just fine? So now the day goes on, and we start. We go over to the Hall of Fame, and outside the Hall of Fame, guess what? It's a free lemonade stand. And so who am I to turn down free lemonade? Mm. I swear, he... Lemon water. It should have said lemon water. Here's a lemon water stand. I'm, I just and I didn't even slice the lemons up. I just put the whole lemon in the cooler with water and I gave it to you. There's your lemonade. Sounds I, I, I just I, I, I don't understand how the people of Ohio just like just do this. This is really ridiculous. Like, and I just do not understand it. And honestly, you know, you know what that like, means, everything though, right? bad should happen to Ohio. Like, you know this is why means, the Browns though, right? haven't won anything. This is why the Browns don't win, because they don't know how to make good lemonade. Well, I was going to say, that means that you have a potential business idea. All you have to do is just add sugar to lemonade and only sell in Ohio. Everybody's, everybody's going to come to me. I'm yeah. going to have the best lemonade in Ohio. And we'll have a lemonade monopoly in Ohio. It, it, I, I just I, I'm re- I was really annoyed because lemonade is my favorite drink and I just never taste any worse lemonade ever in my life. I don't know how you don't add sugar to a lemonade. It feels like a pretty standard ingredient, but even a five year old adds sugar to lemonade. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, man. I swear they they did like Salt Bay when Salt Bay <laughs> hit yeah. the little dab of salt. That's the that's the amount of sugar that was in the freaking lemonade. That's not good. All right, man. You know what would make me feel better other than that trash lemonade is if everybody out there went out right now and signed up for our Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon, get exclusive access to in, in a whole bunch of content. I will. I should have saved this for the Patreon members, but I felt like this was a story that the masses need to hear. The masses I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's degen enough for the Patreons. You know, like it's, well, it's, a, it's could, just. I could tell the story about how I almost shit myself on the way up here. So no, you could save you could save that for the that's the Patreon. The so Patreon. we'll we'll say that's the Patreon. So for our SGP untold stories, I'll have the story of how I almost shit myself on the way to the fantasy football expo. I think people would really enjoy that. And then we got the NFL win totals contest where first prize gets thousand dollars, thousand dollars for first place at first place in the contest, a thousand dollars, whole bunch of season long contests. I know Sean's been talking up this prize that he's got for week one NFL for the patron members. So I'm really excited for y'all to hear that because it's a really dope prize. We got a whole bunch of stuff. So only you can prevent corporate gambling by signing up for sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Alrighty here, Scott. Let's get on to the three and a half game slate in the WNBA. Starting with all the games that actually have lines. 3 p.m. on the East Coast. We have the New York Liberty. Traveling Indiana played at Indiana Fever. New York Liberty opened up as a 10-point favorite. They are a minus 10 and a half point favorite now. 
166 and a half is the total in this one. Injury report for these two teams, and I have for the New York Liberty. Hey, it's really not about who's on the injury report. It's about who's not on the injury report. And Stephanie Dolson is not on the injury report today. Stephanie Dolson looks like she's returning to the team and starting to ramp up and play back in games. Han Shu is out indefinitely now. So she was out temporarily, just going to play with her national team. But now she's out indefinitely with a foot injury. We don't expect to see her for the rest of the season. And for the Indiana Fever, nothing to report. Clean sheet for the Indiana Fever. So, Scott, Liberty Biberty, they had a really good week last week. Are we backing them again this week? Minus 10.5 on the spread. They had a really good week, but Indiana did look very good last game since they are pretty much fully healthy again. To look at the actual meetings this season, the Liberty are 3-0, and and they've won two of the games by 17-plus. The other one they won by 8, but they were up by about 20 and they choked the entire game, won in overtime. I think for this one, I'm just going to take the over. I'm not going to really overthink this one because Indiana is at full strength again, and they look pretty good against the Lynx last time out, but I do think both teams can score. Indiana's not a great defensive team. The Liberty have been better defensively recently, but we know that they have the tendency to play with their food a little bit in the second half. If things get out of hand, they make the games interesting because they just refuse to put their opponents fully away I'm worried about the backdoor cover here, so maybe I'd consider Liberty first half, but I think I just like the over in this game. I expect to see a lot of points. Uh, the Liberty have scored at least 90 in each of the first three meetings. The Fever did score 83 last meeting, even though they did lose the game by 18. I think I just like the over here. I feel like either way, one of these teams should have a great offensive game. The Fever scored 91 in their last game against the Lynx. Scored 80 the game before that against the Sparks. They've been scoring a bit of points. Meanwhile, the Liberty can easily score 90 against this team. I'm going to go with the over. I think you'll see a game that gets into the 170s. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the total is probably my favorite play on this one. You know, I'm not in the business of back in Indiana, especially in second halves, and I'm not in the business of back in the, Mer- the uh, Liberty at all, who just – I mean, what are their ATS numbers? Even with the good week that they had last week against the spread, covering, winning against the Aces, still 13 and 16 against the spread for this season. Like It's really bad. So uh, what I'm looking towards here is I like that total, but I want to stick to the first half. You know how Indiana and how these Mm -hmm. things can slow down in the second half. I like that first half, but – New York Liberty, pretty solid defensively in the first half over the past five games. 39 points per game allowed. That is first in WNBA. Indiana needs some work. 43.4 points allowed in the last five games in the first half. That is ninth in WNBA. So what I'm looking here is for a, let's see here, a first half team total on the New York Liberty. Sitting at 45 and a half right now, minus 125. I think that's a good number. I'd go ahead and play that over 45 and a half here. And I'm just going to go say that the New York Liberty are going to do what they normally do, and they get out. They get out early. They can get out early on the road. This uh, Indiana team doesn't really play that well defensively in the first half. I think that this is an over game just overall. I do like the first half over as well. Uh, what I can get that number for you. But I like the first half over overall. But just to take away Indiana possibly not being able to score, I like that New York Liberty first half team total there. And yeah, 85, I, 85 is that first half 
number. I, I like was just going to say, I, I agree with you. I, I think the Liberty in in a world could score 50 in the half and nobody would be shocked. You know, like there yeah. is a chance they just go nuts. Maybe Indiana builds off of last game and they play well, too. So, yeah, I'm with you. I like the first half over. I do like the full game over. I know Indiana's had times where they're really bad at scoring in the fourth quarter of games. Uh-huh. But I do think, once again, 165 and a half feels pretty low to me. So I'm just going to go with the over anyway. Yeah, and New York Liberty, we know this season haven't really been the best defensive team. Uh, they they've turned it on in the past five games, especially with that mugging of the aces. But overall, this season really started to lack defensively. Let's see if they turn the corner. But as of right now, I'm still fading them on defense side of ball. Uh, we like the over. Uh, if I had to pick one against the spread, let's. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can. Uh, which would piss me off more if I bet Indiana and they didn't cover or if I bet the Liberty and they didn't cover? Mm, at least Indiana's still 14-7 and seven as an underdog. Give me Indiana plus 10.5. I think I'm going to lean that way too, but I'm not going to bet the side. Yeah, I'm good on the side. Total is it for me. Player props, what you like? So looking at the recent performances, I feel like I got to look back to Erica Wheeler. I see her points props at 10.5. I'm going to lean to the over there. Uh, to read off her games recently, she scored at least 12 and four of the last five. She scored 15 against the Liberty in the last meeting. And uh, I'm trying to see the first game against the Liberty. I guess she did basically nothing in the first meeting. Uh, but in the last meeting, once again, she did have 15. So I do think she can be in line for a pretty good showing here. But the fact is, she once again has scored at least 12 points in four of the last five. This number feels a bit low to me. I'll lean to the over on Erica Wheeler. All right. I am. Do you co-sign that or you're not in? No, no. I like Erica Wheeler. She's definitely. But the only thing that I'm concerned about is with Melissa Smith being back. And if that takes some the shot attempts. out of her. Yeah. yeah, that takes some usage out of her because she needs to get the volume to get there. Like she can go three for 10 and end up with, you know, 11, 12 points. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that's the only concern for her there. For me. Let's go back to Sabrina, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling a Sabrina game today. Points or assists? I say you can do I think you can play everything. I think you can play points, rebounds, and assists. Like if I'm looking at a points, rebound, and assist line for her, and it is at 29 and a half. 29 and a half. I think that she has the ability to be able to do that. I think she, this is a game that she could be in kind of triple double watch territory just because of we know the Indiana Fever are going to crash the boards hard. And what she's able to do with teams that are really good at rebounding is just put herself in positions to help alleviate the pressure off of Jacqueline Jones, off Brianna Stewart, and be able to get extra rebounds. We know how she is distributing the basketball, able to get some assists, and then scoring wise, like. I think she could she could go for 30 herself and yeah. cash this line. Like I think she's always liable good to score the basketball. And I think this is a good matchup for her, especially against, you know, Erica Wheeler and Kelsey Mitchell in that backcourt. So yeah, if she gets going from three, she could get hot and cash this on points alone. So yeah, I like Serena Ionescu today. Points rebound and assist over 29 and a half. I like her points too, over 17 and a half as well. If you just want to play that line or you don't have a points rebound and assist line. Yeah, 17 and a half feels a bit low. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Anything else for this one? I got nothing. 
All right, before we get to the next game in the slate, gotta talk to you about Parlay Play, because Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite Parlay Player props. Football season's around the corner, and Parlay Play has everything you need. Everything, and then guess what? For my Los Angeles people, or anywhere in California, or anywhere in the quote-unquote great state of Texas, but that still doesn't have sports betting, you can have Parlay Play there. You have a chance to use Parlay Play in a whole bunch of places. And guess what? Even Canadians. The Canadians can use it too. So when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Parlay Play I like today is, I just talked about her, Serena Nescu. Give me Serena Nescu. Any way I can take her, I think she's going to have a great day, great day today. Head over to ParlayPlay.io. Use promo code SGP for 100% bonus up to $100. That's ParlayPlay.io, promo code SGP. P. All righty here, Scott. Let's move on to the rest of the slate. Next game on the docket. We're going to skip around because we still don't have the line. But 6 p.m. on the East Coast, we have the – oh, where is it at? I didn't know this game was next. <sighs> yep. Toilet Bowl. We have the Toilet Bowl. The Phoenix Mercury traveling to Seattle to play the Seattle Storm. Seattle opened up as a two-point favorite. They're down to minus one and a half. 163 and a half was the total. It's down to 160 and a half. I looked at that total last night and said I should get down on the under, and I didn't do it. Oh, I'm really kicking myself about that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Injury report for these two teams and a half for the Seattle Storm. Gabby Williams out for the season. Talked about that last time. Nothing else to report there. For the Phoenix Mercury, Shea Petty is out indefinitely with the concussion. So, Scott, I mean, Seattle has dominated the Phoenix Mercury. They're 3-0. Three games. Three games this season. 3-0. They started off early in June. Six point six and a half point dog. They won outright in Phoenix. 83-69. Came back later in June. Won in Seattle and demolished them. 97-74 as a minus one and a half point favorite. And then you had them in Phoenix. What was that? A week ago? 97-91 plus three and a half point dog in Phoenix. Uh, they're three and zero, and I mean, do they make it four and zero today? The line is definitely short, and Phoenix has played a little bit better lately. But on principle, I can't take a one and thirteen team on the road straight up. I just can't do it. <laughs> the Storm, I know, are not a good home team. I know that they're three and thirteen, but the, we've roasted the Mercury all year on the road. And nothing's yeah. really changed. I think I'm going to lean to the over in, on this game as well because the last meeting did end up landing 188, and this total's at 160 and a half. I can expect points here, but I do think once again, with Phoenix being so much worse on the road compared to home, the Mercury have won three of four, but each of those games were at home, so that definitely mm-hmm. is going to help out. But on the road, they're useless, and the Storm had a nice comeback win against the Dream. Maybe that kind of carries over into this one. But I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm going to hope that Jewel Lloyd actually wakes up and has a decent offensive game. She was really bad last game and then had a pretty good fourth quarter to, I don't want to say save her afternoon, but it made it look a little bit better. Maybe that carries over into this game. I don't like laying points with the Storm, but I'm going to lay it because, once again, the Mercury are 1-13 on the road. I can't mm-hmm. back Phoenix here. Yeah, man, this is just a terrible spot, like overall in terms like it's just complete red for everything that kind of lights up here on the ATS numbers for the season for these two teams. Storm three and 
uh, 13, 3 and 13 in the first half on the spread at home. Look at the first half spread on the road for the Mercury, 4, 9, and 1. Full game for the Mercury on the road, 3 and 11. ATS, you alluded to that earlier. You look at the Storm as a favorite, they are 1 and 2. You got the Mercury as a dog, 9 and 11, 8 and 13, 9 and 11 in the first half, 8 and 13 for the full game. And off a win for the Seattle Storm, 2 and 4 straight up. I mean, not straight up, 2 and 4 against the spread. It's nothing really like gives you any hope for this for the spread here it's just kind of planting your flag your flag excuse me i can't even talk it's just planting your flag here and deciding that hey i'm taking the team that won the first three games and in WNBA, it's not as hard to sweep a team honestly some teams just have some teams number we've seen it with the links and the sparks earlier like some teams just truly have one team's number and i'm i'm gonna lean with the storm here to just get it done like they did all season especially with this mercury team that's been really really rough on the road but there's no way i'm betting this <laughs> there's no way i'm betting the toilet bowl today i'm, I'm gonna leave that where it's at Whoa. all right I was talking about the total a little bit earlier. I didn't do it last night. I'm kind of regretting it. I'm trying to figure out if I want to just go ahead and get on it now, even though I lost three points. But I'm feeling the under, man. I think we're going to see some bad basketball. And I think that a lot of turnover possessions. You look. Did you see the second half of that game? Not even the second half. Everything after the first quarter of that Mercury Sun game, where the Mercury literally broke a franchise record for points in a quarter, for this, no, was it a franchise? I don't think it was a franchise record. It was a season record. They broke their secret season record of points in a quarter, and then the next quarter, they broke their season record for lowest points in a quarter, mm-hmm. and had like twelve turnovers in the quarter. I, I just don't know. Points if, in the first quarter, seven in the second quarter. I, I just don't know if I can trust this team to consistently score enough for me to be able to say I'm taking an over. I, I would take an under, and I would take a Mercury team total under on the road, man. I can, hey, I can agree with you on that. the Mercury team total under, but I think I'm going to lean over on the game. I also am a bit annoyed because the last game that Seattle played against Atlanta, I mentioned Mag Bagore double-double, and there were no lines available. Of course, there is a line available for this game, so there's no chance she's getting a double-double, just to be clear, but... I'm a bit salty because I know we both liked Magbagor to have a good rebounding game last time out. Yep. Plus 340 for double-double. I wish it was their last game. So that's all I'm going to say about that. All righty here. Uh, yeah. See, uh, Phoenix, I don't know. Phoenix, that might be a lot for today. Uh, Phoenix team so under feels pretty good. I don't know. They've been yet. really bad on the road. Seattle's played good defense lately. I mean, you won with Atlanta team total under in the last game. I did. I very much did. Maybe back-to-back. We'll see. All right. Player props. What you like? Uh, so looking at this game, it's once again projected to be hideous basketball. So I'll tell you a prop I'm kind of sneaky into. It's actually Tarazi under assists at four and mm, a half. Interesting. She's gone under in four of the last five. We know Tarazi has been a lot more aggressive when it comes to shooting. Mm-hmm. When it comes to facilitating, though, not really. Uh, to read off the actual assist numbers here for Tarazi, uh, she had five last game, four the game before that, two the game before that, two the game before that, three, four, and four. So she's gone under this number in, sorry, just doing the math quickly, two, three, four, five, six, and six of the last seven games. So it is tempting to take the under four and a half, in my opinion. 
I'm not mm-hmm. sure once again if it's going to get there, but you're expecting a low-scoring game for Phoenix anyway, so they're correlated, obviously. Yeah. I don't mind Tarazi under an assist because, once again, she's been doing a lot more shooting, and I do wonder if Tarazi is really in a playmaking mood or if she just wants to drop 30 points. Hey, man, she's been scoring recently. Yeah, I, I can't really take that from her, so I, I'm with you. I'm going to look on the Seattle side of the ball. Even Jewel Lloyd, man. Can't get away from Jewel Lloyd. Got to wake up at some point. Hey, she gave him 32 the other day. She's given him 24 this season, 17 this season, over 23 and a half. That's actually, like, low for her. She's normally at 24 and a half. So uh, you get a little bit of a a discount there with an extra point for her to get the 24. But I think she, she absolutely cooks this team. And I don't think defensively that they actually have an answer. And they're really just going to try to limit all the pieces around her and try to not let everybody else have a great game as well. If Jewel Lloyd gives you 40, but everybody else can only give you 20, you know, you have a good chance to try to win the game at 60 points. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's, I think if I'm the Mercury, that's what I'm trying to do. I say, Jewel, you're going to have to try to beat us by yourself because we're not letting anybody else do it. And I like Brittany Griner today as well. I think Brittany Griner has a good day uh, scoring the basketball as well. I didn't play her last time, and I'm kind of kicking myself about it. Well, Seattle's also it. really bad in terms of paint defense, so Griner should yeah. have a mismatch for most of the game. Very much so. I like over 18.5 for Brittany Griner as well. All right. Anything else you like in this game? No, not really. All right, let's get to the next game on the slate. We have the Atlanta Dream traveling to Las Vegas on a back-to-back as they just lost to the Sparks yesterday. They will be traveling to Vegas playing the Las Vegas Aces. Minus 17 is where the line is at now. Opened up at minus 15 and a half. 175 and a half is the total. Injury report for not really... Uh, can't really give you too much on Atlanta. They played on the back-to-back, but I'm pretty sure you should expect the same people that played yesterday to play today. Didn't see anything that knocked anybody out the game or anything that would slow anybody down from playing today. And for the Aces, you know, still no Candace Parker. Nothing else to really tell you there. You remember when the Dream were good? <laughs> like so, I did. so I was at the Expo, and we were having a party yesterday, and um, – I got to a point where I was kind of tired of talking to people and I was literally just walking around with my phone, sweating out the Sparks game. What yeah, <laughs> I had Sparks minus one and a half. Oh, okay. And, and so uh, I had came in at halftime and they were down at half. And then I watched them go on a run in that second half and dominate the second half. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I mean, it. what I will say for this game is that the dream didn't quit in that game last night. So it wasn't like they, you know, got to a point in the fourth quarter and they just kind of threw the towel in. Like, they were actually trying and playing hard. That's what they did against Seattle. They actually tried. They just didn't play well in the fourth quarter. I I can't back this Atlanta team on a back-to-back. I I just can't do it. Yeah, let's take take Las Vegas early. I, I think I think the Aces bury them in this game in general. I've been I've been blindly fading teams on back to backs the entire year, and I've done very well for myself. And the Aces are 14-0 and at home, which is a good sign. Uh, they played twice this season. First meeting was closed back in June. Uh, Aces won by five on the road. They mm-hmm. played in uh, early August, and the Aces won by 23. But the Dream, once again, have fallen apart. They're 15-15 and on the season. But you're looking at the recent performances. Lost to the Sparks by 11. Uh, choked away a massive lead against Seattle. Uh, ended up beating 
Indiana. They lost to the Mercury by 20 on the road. They lost to the Aces by 21 on the road. They've lost. So let me just do the math here. What is that? One, two, three, four, five. They've lost five straight road games uh, by at least eight points. They've not. I'm uh, sorry. They have lost four of those five by at least eight points. But on a back-to-back playing against Vegas, I think Vegas wins by 30. Uh, I'll take the Aces. I think they win this game comfortably. Are the Aces up 10 and a half? I think they should be. I think, I think I Asia think. might go for 30 again. That's what I think, too. I think they're up 10 and a half. And so, look at if you look at the Atlanta Dream, what they're doing this season in the first half as a dog, really interesting. 5-11 and 1 as a dog in the first half. So, they're 15, 14, and 1 in the first half overall. 5-11 and 1 as a dog in the first half. Like that that's that's brutal and it means they I beat mean, up this, on bad teams. Yeah, and they co- and it correlates with their 9 and 3 as a favorite because they won that first half. Oh, well, I don't even think they were a favorite. No, I think they were a dog yesterday technically. But it was like a pick 'em, so I guess I don't know that's it. But yeah, I mean 9 and a half feels like a lot for a first half, but on a back to back plus travel like it's not and, just a back-to-back plus travel. Yeah, and the best team in the league. I, and they're ten and three, ten three and one in the first half this season. Nineteen nine and well, I mean they've been a favorite in every game, so that's that's not good. There's no point in saying that. But yeah, I'm I'm going with Aces first half here. I think they're up ten by halftime, so I'm not going to play the. I, I have to lean Aces my seventeen, of course, but I'm not going to play the second half because they could easily just not care in the second half anymore, and then maybe win by like fifteen. But I, that first half, I think that they put it on them early. So give me Aces first half minus nine and a half. I'm going to play that today. I saw the Aces team totals at 96 and a half, and I didn't hate the over. I'm not going to bet it, but once again, that tells you what the odds makers think the Dream's chances are in this game. They expect uh-huh. the Aces to probably get to 105. Just a 96 and a half team total, team on a back to back. Atlanta shouldn't have much left in the tank anyway, and the Aces are much better than than them regardless. Once again, I think that the Aces route them, so I think that the Aces probably win by 20-plus, in my opinion. This has to be a miss. This has to be a, a, a broken line. So, I got to bet this immediately. Uh, so, the Aces are first-half team total is over 50-and-a-half. Okay. Guess what the Dream's first half team total is? Well, there are about 10-point dogs, but I'm trying to figure out the math there because... I'm going to save you from the math. I'm assuming it's going to be like 40... What is it? Like maybe 39 and a half? I see their first half team total at 50 and a half. Who? The Dream. So just a massive typo? I mean, it's got to be a mistake. I'm literally... A, it, it, I'm looking book, on another book. Is book. That? That's Bet365 that has oh, that. Okay. I'm looking on – let's see what DK – ah, oh, DK doesn't have that. Maybe it's in – check your states because some states have half props on DK, uh, first half team totals. But, yeah, no. If you if you see anybody that's giving you a 50-and-a-half first half team total on the dream, take the under, man. That's not right. 
That yeah. is not that's not right. And even even in all the monstrosity and and you know like the aces and how they could blow this game out and not really care about defense. 50, 51 points in the first half for both teams is actually insane. And I think. Yeah. No, there's no way it's that. The scoring is going to be high. I don't think it's going to be that high. I think that Dream may be in like the 40 range, but 50 and a half, that's insane. That's a lot. Under yeah. 50 and a half, if that is a true line. I hope somebody else on Bet365 can bet it before they take it down, but that's really crazy. I, they, I they might no avoid idea. it anyway, so just keep it Potentially. Potentially. That, yeah. that just can't be right. Both teams can't have a 50 and a half first half team total. Like, yeah. So over on the Aces, under on the Dream. Uh, anything else here? What you got? Full game? We're on over, right? Yeah, I think I'm gonna lean to the over. Uh, I think the Aces score 100 points. So, I, you know what? The full game over is tricky because Atlanta might just run out of gas. I actually do like the Aces team total over. I think they get. Mm-hmm. I think they get to 100 and change. So, uh, I I think I'll just lean first half over. But full game I can't take is the dream might actually run out of gas, and they've already been really bad in the second half offensively recently in games. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. I'm on over. And Aces team sold over. Uh, Let's see here. Better props. What you like? I'm on Asia. Uh, I'm on the over in points. Uh, Her number's at 21 and a half. She had 40 last game. You're expecting some regression, but she has had, she had 40 last game, 28 the game before that. Was really bad against the Liberty, but for the most part, she's kind of been walking into 22 or more. Uh, to go through the numbers here, 40, 28, 9, 20. So two bad games in a row based on the point prop. 22, uh-huh. 24, 35, 23, 25. So she's been going over a lot. And I do think, once again, when you're looking at how the Dream play defense, it's an oxymoron because they don't play much defense at this point in time. But I'm going to go with the over here for Asia. She's been playing some great basketball. And I do think, once again, she could be in line for a 25-point game, maybe a 30-point game. But she's been very aggressive lately. The only concern is that the Aces might blow them out. So mm-hmm. she might not play in the fourth quarter, which could be a bit annoying. But I think I'm going to take the over anyway. 21.5 for current form Asia does feel very low. I'll take the over in points. I... I'm curious what you were going to say. First of all, DK has Candace Parker's points prop up. That's really That's hilarious. funny. Okay. Is there not – I wonder how many times they've done this this season. And if anybody wants to look it up and send me a, uh, a tweet at really real underscore underscore, appreciate it because I don't feel like looking it up right now. I'm curious how many times that Asia Wilson, Chelsea Gray, Jackie Young, and Kelsey Plum have all scored 20 points in a game. Because – Probably zero. No, they no, they definitely did it the first game of the season. They did? I, I, yeah, you think all, absolutely. All, all four? All four of them. 100, I am almost 100% positive because I remember saying, dang, all four of them scored 20? That would have been a crazy parlay. I was going to say, I'm sure three of them doing it's happened a lot. Four is asking a ton. But, um, but it's it like nobody else. Who else is really like? Who else is really yeah. scoring consistently mm-hmm. for, for real? So it's like it's really not outside of the realm of possibility. And I'm just sitting here and I'm looking at this game and I'm like, Man, how do all of them just not eat this dream team alive on a back to back? Yeah, they really like should. Every one. I've been. I was literally sitting here like, okay, which one of the four am I going to back today? Just give me all of them. Matter of fact, if I make a, a a same game parlay and I and I put all of them in for twenty plus points, that's thirty five to one. Mm. 
So, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly fine doing that. I'm, I know it's happened at least once. I'm curious how many times this actually happened, especially in like their blowout games. But I mean, if you just take the over, I think if you just take the over on all four of those points props, you're going to get at least three or four. I think you should. And you're going to be, I'm pretty sure you're going to be. Matter of fact, let's just do that. That's what we're doing today. We're taking the over on Kelsey Plum, taking over on Jackie Young, taking over on Point God, and we're taking over on Asia Wilson. I'm almost positive you're going to be up three or four at the very least, potentially four or four. And just to read off some of those lines so people know. Yeah, Asia, like Scott said, 21 and a half. Chelsea Gray at 14 and a half, minus 135. Jackie Young, minus 120 at 17 and a half. And 19 and a half for Kelsey Plum at minus 110. I think that they offensively bury the dream. And hopefully the dream have some gas in their legs where they can put up some points too. But we'll see. Yep. Also, give me point God assist. It's all the way down at six and a half now, minus 120. Love that. I agree. All right. Anything else? No, I got nothing else. I mean, let's talk about the half game on the slate. We don't have a line, but we have the Chicago Sky playing the Washington Mystics. Well, we're not going to spend much line, time on this game. Oh, no, it's literally going to be two seconds. But yeah. uh, Natasha Cloud is potentially not playing in this game. She had a foot injury in that last game, and it knocked her out of the game. She came back. I think she went back to the locker room again. So there's a pretty good chance Natasha Cloud's not playing in this game. So you're rolling with Brittany Sykes and company. For I the see the Deladon's questionable, though. And that could be another re- like at this point, if Natasha Cloud is out, you might just have to say, "Hey, EDD, we need you to play." Yeah, because we're th- we're thirteen and sixteen now. Shakira Olson's questionable too. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're saying, "All right, we were, you know, we were just gonna find kind of slow rolling y'all because we're thinking about the playoffs." But at this point, if Natasha's not playing, we're we're short on bodies. Like at this point, we can't even field a team. I still remember during the preseason show, I convinced you to take the under on the Mystics win total. And my argument was they're the Clippers of the WNBA, where whenever somebody gets hurt, they're just not going to rush anybody back, and they're going to try to steal wins by resting Deladon. And they've been really bad for the last month and a half. Now, it's not just Deladon. It's not their fault. The entire team got hurt. But once again, the Mystics, they needed to do something because they, they were getting buried every game for the last two weeks. Yep. 100%. 100%. All right. So I uh, I think I'm leaning to Chicago because I don't know who's playing for the Mystics. No <laughs> if there is a situation where everybody is out, just lay whatever you're going to lay with Chicago. Just lay it. Like, yeah, but I don't know who's take, playing, so I can't. I and can't take Britney Sites. Honestly, no matter who's playing, I'm going to take Britney Sites points over anyway. And it's Deladon's first game in, what, a month? Like, There's no guarantee she won't be rusty. Maybe she's on a minute restriction. There's still chances yeah. for Sykes to have a big game. Yeah, Sykes. Sykes, no matter what. Uh, Courtney Williams is somebody that I like. Courtney Williams points rebound and assist. She really fills up a stat sheet. That's somebody that I could get behind on the sky side of all. But, yeah, nothing really to talk about here. All right. All right, let's go. Lock, dog, and prop. Finish the show out for my lock. I am going to. A lot of choices. Yeah, it is, actually. Um, you going with the Mercury team total under? No, I'm going with the Aces, man. Okay. Let's back the Aces. Let's back the Aces. Let's see. Do we want to do the spread or the first half team total? This dream. I don't know, man. That dream 5 and 11 as a dog. 
Yeah, five eleven and one is a dog in the first half. That's brutal. I know this is a high number, but like when you're not in the game, you're not in the game. Yeah, give me the the aces minus nine and a half. I know it's a big number, but I'm not afraid. Aces first half minus nine and a half. They're up double digits by halftime. Okay. For my dog, though. Now we get a little tricky. Do we fade the Mercury? Do we just fade the Mercury? Oh, no, that doesn't count as a dog, though, because Seattle's favorite. Oh, no. Player, uh, you know, if I'm fading the Mercury, I'm taking Jewel. But, oh, okay. Um, she had 32 last game. Does she give me another 30? She could. It's pretty close. She was good in the fourth quarters of last game, so maybe the slump is over. We'll find out. Yeah, because that 154 for 25 plus in a win isn't really appeasing me. Yeah, I'll t- and 420. Ooh, I'm smoking on weed. All right, let's do Jewel Lloyd. 30 points in Seattle win, plus 420. That is my dog. Runner back one more time. And for my prop. I'm trying to think what your favorite prop was from the episode today. Uh, man, I didn't really have a favorite. Yeah, I know. Point God assist, six and a half. They lowered her. As soon as they lower the props, that's when they start hitting. Uh, so over six and a half assists for Point God. She should be, and she plays garbage time with the second unit, and she runs that second unit. So more opportunity for assists. Hopefully she gets a double-double. I might actually have to. Let me see if I can find that. It's actually. Well, if we think that they might score 115 points, then we kind of have to take the double-double on Point God. She had one last game. She had yeah. one. So, all right. Over six and a half. Minus one thirty. That is my prop, Scott. Over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock on the show, I go to the over at one sixty-five and a half in the Liberty and Fever game. I see points. Fever are finally healthy. They scored ninety plus points last game. We know the Liberty defensively can be really good, but they have a lot of lapses all the time. And I do think once again you're looking at a spot where there's a couple ways to get there. Maybe the Liberty score 90 plus and you're fine. Cause Indiana's not a great defensive team. Maybe you see the fever drop 70 to like 75 to 80 and you're fine anyway, but I'll go with the over 165 and a half as my lock for my dog. I'm going to go with an alt line. I'm going to take the aces minus 19 and a half at plus 135. Yeah. I think they're going to bury them, but I think they win by at least 20. So I'll take the aces minus 19 and a half at plus 135. And for my prop on this one, <laughs> Uh, I mean, 135 is not. I've, I've taken a lot worse than 135, but I do think for my prop, I think I'm going to double. I think I'm going to double prop uh, point gut. I think six and a half assists is too low. Uh, looking at her numbers, uh, she had ten last game, had five against Dallas, but had six the game before that, seven the game before that, eight, nine, eleven, eight. The point is, she does have a lot of assists recently. We think the Aces might score 110 points in this game. She had a double-double last time out. I think Chelsea Gray assists is worth a look. So we'll have the same exact prop. I'll take Chelsea Gray over six and a half assists at minus 120 on DraftKings. I think you should play Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this isn't like to Scott's thing, but I think you guys should play Kelsey Plum and Jackie Young's assist as well. Minus four and a half and minus three and a half. Uh, no, four and a half for Plum and three and a half for So you want Young. the you want the point sharing and the assist sharing in the same game? Hey, man, if you it take all seven make, of those yeah. props, if you take all seven of those props, I'm almost positive you're going four, at least at least four for three, at the very least. 
what might screw you would be if the Aces pull everybody in the fourth quarter, but they still would, would have, probably have 100 points anyway. I'm still trying to figure out who, like, because can't, you can't even pull everybody. You don't even have a, enough of a roster to pull yeah, everybody you know. like that. Like, somebody, somebody's still on the court. Yeah. All right. I'm really buying into the Aces too much, but this is a terrible spot for the Jets. It's a really oh bad spot. Why would, you schedule, why would you schedule a back-to-back with the Aces? Like, that's just unfair. It's just and they were already playing unfair. bad basketball to begin with. Yeah. All right. So, anything else for people before we get up out of here? No, not really. Looking forward to these three and a half games. Let's make some money. All righty. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to everybody on the stream. Make sure y'all like the video on your way out. Shout out to Patricia Irvin telling us to take the Aces and over, Liberty game over, and Phoenix and over. Oh, man. Hey, I mean, they got to get one, right? <laughs> you got to try to get one, Phoenix. So, uh, good shots there. Uh, let's see. I forgot how he pronounces his name. I know it's not Za because I said Za one time. He was like, it's wrong. I can't. I can remember how you. Pronounce. I just go ZS. I just go ZSA. That's what I've been calling him. Man, I don't know. But fate in the storm in the first half. Man, Mercury are bad in the first half too. Like I don't know. Just take the first. I'm half not, I'm not going near the game. Take the first half under. Honestly, watch neither team score in the first half. Uh, all right, Scott. I have nothing else. They are going to like the video on the way out. They're also the people on the audio version that are catching this right before game time. They're going to go and leave a review for us wherever they get their podcast. But other than that, I have to run off to the fantasy football expo and shake hands and kiss babies. So I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcast. Just going to like this. We are out of here.